Hey everybody, it's Friday and welcome to Shiro Show. I'm Saturn Dave. This is Trainoko. How you guys doing? How are you doing, Pat? I'm I'm doing. You're doing good I'm enough. Doing. Good enough. Uh, I am I got got lots of stuff this weekend. I'm going camping up north, so I'm going to uh, be excited to go camping. I haven't been camping in years, so it's gonna be fun to go again. That sounds like fun. Northern Arizona? Yep. Dude, that's, I'm, I'm jealous. That sounds like fun. I love Everyone's going gonna camping. Come visit me now. I'm gonna go outside of my tent and try to. You're gonna Night of Dragon says me. no electronics, not even a Game Boy Advance. <laughs> I was eight. gonna bring my. I was gonna bring my Walkman. Seriously though, if you bring anything, you need to bring your Sega Saturn. Uh, I probably could. They have. <laughs> I, they have like an RV. Gotta get so like an inverter. <laughs> Or something like that. Bring your second Saturn. Have the little have all the wires routed into your tent. You know, with a PVM. That would be dedication right there. Yeah, I think I'll stick with the the iPod and the Walkman. I think I'm good on that. Sure, sure. That would be so funny if uh, if you you brought your Sega Saturn. You know, you're sitting in your tent playing like the fishing game. <laughs> this <laughs> you're playing like the bass fishing. Uh, what else? What else could you play that would be on point? <laughs> Camping theme. I don't know. That would be funny. I'll I'll play uh, Mr. Bones because that's probably what I'm gonna be if I actually go camping for real. <laughs> are you doing? Are you actually doing like the full on tent and cowboy coffee and the you know whole nine yards, or are you doing like an RV or something like that? Oh yeah, my parents just have an R. Uh, I guess it's technically an RV. I think. Cool. It's one of those t campers you pull along, like the StarCraft ones. I got you. Not the game, but the, the brand of them. Okay. So they, they have one of those, so we're going to be doing that. So I'll be, I'll probably just bring a couple of books and my iPod and just listen to music and vibe. That's usually what I like doing. Sounds like fun. Smelling like campfire smoke the whole time. My, my dad uh, used to take us camping and it would all, he'd always be like, he'd get home after work and he'd take us out We'd get there when it was dark. We'd be setting up the tent in the dark <laughs> with the lantern. It was like, you know, it was rough, yeah. roughing it. <laughs> but we would, it was fun, you know. We're not allowed to put fires up there. There's all, there are a bunch of forest fires up in Arizona right now. Oh, no kidding. Like, the, like for the last five years, they haven't, there's like no like wild campfires. It kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that does but suck. But Arizona just get drier and drier. And it's mm -hmm. like, there's so many wildfires up there. Like, uh, there's actually all the forests up there are shut down. Oh man! I think even the Grand Canyon area is shut down too because of all the wildfires. It's kind of sad. Yeah, that is sad. You know, uh, I not to. I mean, we we don't have that many news stories, so we can chat a little bit. But uh, I would love to get like one of those sprinter vans. You know, that's my that's my dream is get one of those sprinter vans, outfit it with you know beds and a fridge and like some camping stuff, and just be able to take it to like Joshua Tree or something like that. And uh, on the weekend, you know, N no uh, no big deal. Just take it anywhere and park and and camp that would be awesome yeah and you're and you're referencing the camping area not the awful christian band as far as what goes the oh the joshua, joshua tree. tree oh yeah no i'm i'm referencing the the national park <laughs> yeah i got you not the awful band i got you okay yeah no i don't i'm not aware of a band called joshua tree unless we're talking about youtube's u2's album joshua tree mm no, I'm pretty sure there's a band named Josh Tree, but it could also be the album. I, I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah, I, that's the I only. I think it's like a Christian band named Joshua Tree or something. I had no idea. No, I, I, I know. You know, there's the there's the state park or national. I don't know if it's a national park or state park. And then there's also, uh, you know, you two had a famous album called Joshua Tree, but other than that, <laughs> I wasn't aware of any other bands. But uh, hey. Check it out. I don't know if you could see, but I got my uh, I got my Shiro merch now, so I'm wearing it proudly. I was nice. gonna I was gonna do like a I'm invisible kind of thing. Uh, I'll show everybody mm -hmm. here that uh, <laughs> I got the I got the uh, the Saturn chipset there, <laughs> and it's on a green shirt, you know. So the idea You're is just chipped. yeah. Rather than having like the entire thing silk screened, I just basically uh, deleted the the actual PCB, and then you just have like the entire chipset and all the traces on a green shirt, and it, it looks cool. So Dave runs on PCBs. That's his insides. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, we got it from we got this PC from PCB Way. No, I'm just kidding. We are not sponsored. 
but uh, buy buy PCBs and was it uh, something park? Uh, I forgot the name of the place. Osu oh, Park, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where that you get you can get circuit boards printed out, but uh, you can get but yeah, the, yeah, you can yeah. get the boards printed out from tons of places. But the problem is the chip shortage right now. My wife is having a hell of a time. She she does PCB layouts, and it's like she'll get the entire layout going. And then she'll go to order the parts, you know, to, to do a test board. And it'll turn out they, they're missing like 40% of the chips on the board. And then she has to like go to Mouser and DigiKey and all these other sites to try to find like replacements and just totally messes with the design, you know. So it's like right now the chip shortage is crazy. Yeah, no, I can understand that, man. I'm jealous your, your wife can do that, that like fine point soldering. How does she do that? Does she have like a microscope for that oh yeah yeah. she does she if she's gonna do real like rework or whatever she's doing that under a microscope uh and uh using usually run the the microscopes yeah i don't know we don't have one here at home i mean she's got like a hako uh soldering station here at home she's got some probably the same thing you got you know uh here at home but at work you know she's it's like full-fledged helping hands microscope you know really nice solder wick uh she doesn't uh, she pretty much just uses like wick to she's doing a lot of ball grid array stuff too you know and which is really tough you know i'm not exactly sure uh but all the engineers have her do their rework even though that's like not even and she doesn't mind you know because she kind of misses it ever since she you know spends pretty much several hours at a computer just on altium you know it's nice to get her hands dirty every once in a while with rework yeah. but like yeah i would love to get one of those mi- micro microscopes because my eyes are awful so like i think if i had something like that and make it like a million times easier to do soldering work oh yeah i mean and it's uh and um she still works under an under a microscope that she's looking through but i know a lot of people at her work they do have it where it just shows up on the screen you know it's like on a yeah. on an lcd and so they're really just look looking up but i don't know she prefers to be like looking down at the board and just get that really like you need to be looking in the same place where your hand is so that you have that kind of like awareness spatial awareness otherwise if your hands down here and you're looking up there it's sometimes hard to do like the really like detailed stuff but anyway uh you martin have your, your thigh with a, a soldering iron <laughs> yeah we're, uh, we only have 10 in the chat. What's up? I thought this better. T- this was a better time for folks. But anyway, yeah. thank you to the, the 10 people that are in the chat. Go share the stream out with your friends. And uh, definitely, like Martin said, smash that like button. I can't believe I'm yeah. saying that. <laughs> smash the yeah. like button. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, this actually is a... Somebody asked. This is a Tom Nook shirt I got from the Nintendo World Store in 19, I think. Nice. It has family business... Uh, nook's family business on it nice it's kind of hard to see with my microphone I'll yeah i didn't even realize that's what it was cool right there right there but yeah it's a really cool shirt i really enjoy it mm-hmm. i uh i love animal crossing i have another one i think i wore last this week as well but it's in the hamper right now so i'll have to wait to kill, pull that one out later. yeah yeah tom nook man he's a pimp he he she's he, probably involved in money laundering too <laughs> i'm just kidding that's yoshi Oh, that's Yoshi. Okay. It's tax evasion. Yeah. No, but he's, uh, you know, that I love that family business. That's great. So what else yeah. has been going on with you? You've got camping. You've got, uh, uh I don't know. Drugs? No. Got your... <laughs> no, I, um, I, I have, I got my final part for the iPod I'm rebuilding. So I'm kind of nervous. I got the PCB. I got all the screens and stuff. I'm kind of nervous about messing it up again because mm-hmm. the last time I yanked the battery terminal off the board itself. Oh wow! So I had to get I had to get a new. Uh, I actually had to get a new uh, a PCB for that because I didn't want to surface solder the connector because I'm lazy. Yeah, that's so, rough. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna put that together tonight. Hopefully that'll go well, and I won't break it, so I can have it ready for the trip. Once it's done, I should have a iPod that has about 600 plus gigs on it. Wow, that's like yeah. uh, I think you're set. You can have everything in flack. <laughs> yeah, I just really I'm not I'm just gonna install a drop uh, Rockbox on that and just use it via flack. But uh, sounds I good. I noticed with some of those those high res ones, like the uh, the ones I had, it lagged really badly on it. Like I had a I had a REM. Mm-hmm. REM's a Chronic Town album. It's like in the highest flack possible, and man, mm-hmm. it was sluggish on that uh, iPod. It kept stuttering, so I think I need to. 
that was my experience that was my experience with like the vintage ipods that are, that have like a, a slower chip you know they they can do rockbox but you you feed it those really high quality lossless files and they they kind of chug you know but uh yeah standard flack usually works though it, it just was that uh format because they were like from hd tracks and like it was like the highest quality possible quality oh okay so like the really high sample rate too yeah it was pretty pretty laggy but usually mod like regular flax are fine so i think i'll i'll cut my losses and i'll down res that one and just be like okay that's fine i can mm -hmm. live with uh i can live with the high high quality flax that's not like studio level i think that's true fair enough but but yeah, Martin, uh, I did actually have Doom running on that. That comes default with Rockbox, so you can just install it. It's like free Doom or something. I think is the name of it. We have someone new to the new to the the show, uh, Dmore. Thanks for joining the thanks for joining uh, the stream and uh, like and subscribe and uh, be sure to party with us on Fridays at two thirty. We do this every and week. We go bell. over yeah, we go over Saturn news. Today we're kind of like. We're kind of uh, dragging our heels here because we don't really have that much to talk about this week. And what we do have, I think Pat's been the one busy uh, writing everything up for the site uh, because I have been so busy at work <laughs> that yeah. I have not had a chance to uh, to write any articles. But that said, like I've been digging for you know Saturn News, and there really hasn't been a whole lot. I've got uh, I've got some articles coming, some inter uh, developer interviews with Seven Shades and uh, Emerald Nova forthcoming but i'm waiting on them to just take their time and answer because i don't want them to just rush the answers and you know have it be samey you know as, as the other ones i'd love them to just you know send me those answers when they have the time and then i will go ahead and do my best to write up some articles for those but in the meantime i'm gonna let pat pretty much take this whole thing starting with uh, yeah it's hard on the spot. cool so take it away pat all right, so the first article we have is Cotton Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll, announced for the Saturn, so, not the Saturn, I'm stupid, for the Nintendo Switch, PC, and PS4. So basically this is, I think they teased this back uh, in 19 or something when they first announced that they were doing more cotton games. They said they had a remake and a new game in the works, and I'm guessing this is the the remake of the game. Or the sorry the re, the new game and the remake of that was of course right. the Cotton reboot earlier this year, and uh, they actually did a surprise one with the Cotton the Cotton Guardian Force Saturn tribute dropping, uh, not yet but it's dropping I think in October or something, but uh, not only will we have two of them but now we'll have a third Cotton title dropping in December of 2021, all goes well. Uh, but successfully recently announced the new title Cotton Rock and Roll Super su Superlative uh, Night Dreams. I think that's how you say it. Superlative. Uh, I'm kind of dumb. Super what is it? You were right. Superlative instead of like fantastic yeah. or yeah, it's superlative night dreams. Interesting it's choice. That, it's, that much, it's that much good. Or I don't know. Do you think superlative su superlative or fantastic is better? What's your Oh, I mean the... I like fantastic. That's <laughs> But I mean you This is a this is is this a remake or this is a spin-off, right? Rock and roll? This is a new game. This, this is a sequel. This is a new game. Yeah, it's a sequel. So they they can't name it Fantastic Night Dreams, you know? But uh but yeah, no. It's that's cool. Um is this is the PS4 box art stretched like that or is that just our website doing it doing that to it? That, that, that was just me to fix to fit it better. Uh, I got you. Okay. All right. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it looks normal there. So yeah, there's like I, a little I stretched on purpose to fit it in the thing. So up here, up above, this footage right here, this is the 3D gameplay portion, which kind of looks like rainbow cotton, right? So it's like they're they're kind of merging the 2D and the 3D. Yeah, it's uh, it looks like it's both the elements. It's more, I think it's more inspired by panorama cotton, but mm. I suppose it could oh, also panorama. be panorama. Yeah, it could also be uh, like rainbow cotton as well. So, but the the artwork like the the 2D the 2D assets are really beautiful like a uh, mm -hmm. con on a broom in the cutscene. Okay. That's very pretty like the the art style of that. I know you had I know a couple people had an issue with some of the the in-game sprites though. Well, I think there were these down here. I'll scroll down. Like this screen in particular, I think these these two screens right there, um if you could see it's like the model there is just missing some depth and detail so it almost looks like it's a work in progress but um mm -hmm. and i think people have pretty 
high expectations for this game having some really rich visuals since it since it has you know a pedigree of being like a hand-drawn 2d artwork kind of game but uh i mean again like it's not it's not coming out when is the release date uh december of 2021 oh yeah we've got time so i mean yeah. yeah there's no there's not much info there's mostly just screenshots but i mean if it's i mean it says a lot like 3d cotton and 2d cotton so we'll probably mm. learn more as the game goes on but uh, mm. uh there's actually three sp three additions to this game there's the standard retail release of the game boxed for the switch and ps4 uh there's these lim limited edition uh which comes with the retail version of the game nintendo was a nintendroid of uh cotton yep uh the 30th anniversary cotton complete works uh booklet and a 20 20 track cotton original soundtrack right and then there's the famitsu edition Sumitsu a bit a bit in edition i don't even know how to pronounce that <laughs> yeah how do you uh let's see here let's just call it the famitsu edition so we don't have to ebton yeah yeah famitsu yeah. ebton edition but yeah that comes with everything below but it also comes with a 20 track cotton original soundtrack uh i believe a teacup i don't know why i didn't put that there a teacup and then the uh and then a, uh, no, it comes with an additional soundtrack on top of that. A teacup and a wall scroll. For 150 bucks. Yeah, for 150 Is, is that what you're going to do? Uh, that's what I did. Oh, that's what you did? Okay. Yeah, I'm not messing around with the You're not messing cotton. around. Okay. Well, I mean, it's an investment. I'm sure it's going to be worth way more than that down the line. If, Maybe, if the current games are any judge. Yeah, the, the thing is, is that... Uh, the thing is that all the the current copies that are coming out for that, or the sorry, what's announced in, is the J Japanese release date. The English release date, however, is probably going to be later and probably going to be handled by, be handled by strictly limited games or other companies. Mm. But I'm just getting the Japanese editions of the game because I I want to play them. So uh, strictly limited did a, a cotton reboot edition of that, which is basically the same thing with some extras. So I don't know if I'm going to get both of the special editions. I know I'm kind of bummed that. Uh, the cotton reboot doesn't have doesn't have English. Well, the 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 strictly limited games has the English version of it, mm -hmm. but the Japanese version does not have the English subtitles and stuff inside of it. Yeah. So that kind of bummed me out. So I might have to mm -hmm. pick up the strictly limited uh, standard release so I can get the English option to that and know what's going on. But You're such a nerd. I, <laughs> yeah. I That's know. okay. It's okay. But, we but all yeah, I've been playing that a lot. I do my favorite thing though of it has to be the Nindroid of it of cotton. I don't know if yeah. you can scroll down and show that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you did, is that this? How? Where am I scrolling to? You're only a, it's like two seconds behind. It's up. It's all. It's up towards the top of it where the oh, Nindroid okay. is right there. Oh, right there. Okay. A little figurine. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So it's a really cute one. There's a bigger one below that. The below that one. Mm -hmm. Below the right there. It's really cute. I like it a lot, and it sort of matches the, the art style of that game, which I kind of like, so that's going to be right on my desk when I get that. <laughs> awesome. But, uh... Cool. But yeah, uh, did you have anything more on this? I didn't have anything else to say. I mean, I think that it looks promising, and, uh, I, you know, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I mean, I love all cotton games. I'm probably don't have the money to throw at this right now, so I haven't done any pre-orders or anything. But uh, you know, I'm still gonna end up playing it one way or another. And uh, as for as for this screenshot that you know some folks have been critical of, it kind of reminds me of Trizeal to be honest with you, on the Dreamcast with like some of the some of the enemies having less detail. And I don't know if that's the way it's gonna stay or if this is just a really like preliminary screenshot. But either way, I think that the game is gonna be plenty fun. I think that it just always has to do with people's expectations of the series. Uh, you know, fans, super fans have like, you know, sometimes pr pretty demanding expectations, you know, so, and whether the, whether or not those are met remains to be seen, you know, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. I know people are going to be then, happy with their collector's editions though. Yeah, I'll absolutely will like, put that wall score right in the studio, but uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that it might be one of those, uh, those, it looks better in motion sort of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally could be. And again, like, if the gameplay is solid, I don't think anybody's going to really, at the end of the day, I don't think anybody's really going to care. Um, so long as, you know, it has some good detailed background art and the gameplay and movement motion is very solid. It's all going to be down to those controls, though, you know? It's very important that the game controls 
perfect because you know it's the cotton games are very uh just very tight controls i've always felt like they're really fun they're not just you know they don't just have the cute thing going for them they're actually like really fun shooters so with great artwork so yeah and i and i think uh i think that's i got it on the switch and i'm really excited for it. i think the cotton reboot uh, reboot i was very happy about mm-hmm so I, I I got the the Cotton Reboot on Switch, so I'm getting everything else on Switch just because I think it's a a fun Japanesey game, and I kind of like the idea of having it in handheld so I can mm-hmm. just play it. Yeah. On the go, at least that's my opinion. But yeah, uh, no, that makes sense for sure. Yeah. Also, I didn't write an article about this, but you know that pro- I can actually announce that project I was working on, which is actually Cotton related. Yes. Go ahead. So yeah, uh, I am working on a uh, I'm working on with a Derek, uh, aka A Team, on the Cotton Cotton Rainbow uh, English translation. So I'm doing the subtitles for all those. So I'm currently in the works of doing the first couple cutscenes, and uh, hopefully that translation will be out. I, I don't know. I think you said he's aiming towards the end of the summer, but I'll be happy with whatever. And if that's the case, then we'll get uh, not only three but four Cotton games in one year, which is uh, kind of insane. Yeah. And uh, I saw your little, I saw your meme where it was like Sonic fans are all sad. We get nothing. Yeah. The Cotton fans are just like woohoo party, you know. Yeah, no, it is kind of sad. Like I think Sonic only is getting the Sonic Colors reboot uh, remaster. Right, right. So uh, that's kind of a big sad in that regards. But uh, yeah, at least the Cotton fans are happy. We got four games in one year. There you go. It's just raining cotton raining uh it's raining candy <laughs> hallelujah Amen. all right next uh, next up is also uh well this is uh san am i saying sansagolo yes yeah, sansagolo San the, uh, the mind behind the uh the the new uh the uh visual novel adventures on the saturn he actually came to me and wanted to write an article about the soccer wars mm-hmm. so i was like absolutely so uh yeah, he wrote a fantastic article. So I'll, I, he basically goes through the the game itself. So I guess for those that don't know, it's uh, really in the early 2000s, a lot of people that were into the anime scene encountered something called Soccer Wars, which is a a, fa- a pretty I won't say famous. Uh, basically, it's a it's a I don't know how famous it would be, but I mean, it's, it was really it's famous in Japan. Yeah, exactly. In Japan, is pretty famous, but in America, it really wasn't. It was a really short. Uh, Shortish anime when it came to the states. I think there's a 26 episode anime for the new series that came out recently, which is really good. But uh, yeah, uh, for those who don't know about the game, it's a uh, it's basically an anime or game about uh, a soccer Sakura uh, or Singuchi. I don't know. I'm I'm bad at pronouncing names, but uh, yeah, uh, basically it's a uh, uh, he she sort of uh, is uh, friends with the uh, Ichiro Ogami, which is the main character of the Shinguji. soccer games, and they. Huh, was it? I think it's spelled Shinguji. Shinguji, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Sakura Shinguji, yeah. But uh, but yeah, they they uh, uh her friend uh, Ichiro Ogami goes to this uh theater and basically it's it's he thinks it's just this like this uh this uh drama theater, but it's sort of more than he expected when it turns out to be a actual uh a armed forces a a fighting troop per se. Right. And it's, it's like a, really a play good, on it, words. Yeah, it, I forgot exactly what the play on words is exactly. Though. I'm pretty pretty a bad. Fla- flower, flower uh, division, flower division troop. or flower troop. Yeah, that is my alarm. Yeah, Imper- yeah, the Imperial Assault Force. Yeah, flower mm-hmm. division. Yeah, but uh, essentially, uh, yeah, and uh, basically he goes into the production of it, which is with the uh, Oji Hiroi, uh, basically working with a uh, with with Sega to get this game off the ground. So I I think they, yeah. Yeah, the president of Sega actually actually uh, actually sort, uh, sought him out to make this game. He's the famous author, and of course, he's the founder of Red Company, which did a lot of the uh, East of Eden games, which I don't think we really got any in the States, did we? It's a shame that we didn't. I mean, we got... Uh, yeah, no. Well, I don't even, we didn't even get, like, the fighting games or anything. I mean, you can play them all. I've, I've you know, imported many of them, but we didn't actually get any. Uh, Saturn has a, a couple, and it would be great if they ever got a translation. Yeah, maybe someday. But from what I've seen, it's a lot like Soccer Wars in terms of the the two D overhead, multiple genres. At least that's what I've seen in some of the gameplay of it. We're talking wrong, like Tengai Makio, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah, 
Lucien? Yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to go into it saying that, you know, strategy RPG, that we really listen to the production of it and talk about the people that worked on the soundtrack, uh, people that worked on the the game itself, the, the writing of it, mm -hmm. which I thought was kind of interesting. And it goes through the, the sort of the settings of a Soccer Wars in Tokyo, but it takes place... Because it takes place in about 19, in the 1920s era. Mm -hmm. So I think they said about 1912 to 1926, in that period of time. So it's sort of like, uh, it's World War II, and it's kind of steampunk-esque if you think about it. Definitely. Minus with the, all, yeah. the mechs, <laughs> the mech suits, you know? They're like steam-driven steam mech suits, you know? It's got a very, yeah. got a very steampunk vibe going on. Yeah, it's it's really interesting in that regards, and I really like that style. It's it's the steampunk without the annoyance of the steampunk, where it's like mm -hmm. all the glasses and everyone looks like they're coming out of a Treasure Planet or something like that. So he so basically this is just kind of like a passion write up, right? You know, this is a game that means a lot to him, and he did like a, a nice little write up, kind of touching all the finer points of the series and what it is for for folks who may not know or may not be familiar. So that's cool. I like how he kind of bullet pointed it with like the impact and uh the conclusion you know just going going over uh you know it's i mean it's 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 better than like a wikipedia article because then it's kind of giving you you know more a little bit more from like a like an, a fan's perspective so that's cool and he's got some video references and stuff yeah i think i think the biggest sadness though is that he points out again that uh in the western world we only got uh suck uh, the sucker awards so long my love and uh and this and the new soccer wars game that was released in the states yeah so long my love was we right uh that was we in ps2 we in ps2 right okay which was out of left field considering we didn't get any of the other games it's just like well okay so you're willing to localize that but not any of the other ones and then it's you know i, th I think the issue the, the issue back then though was that it was a different era because around that time mm -hmm. a lot of weird japanese games were getting released a lot of like the strange ones from the the east that we never got mm-hmm so I think we started to actually receive those in the states and those getting localized. So that was thanks to Nis America that did that, by the way. So big right. thanks to them for getting that localized. And uh, on the Wii, there's actually that there's only the dub edition, but on the PS2, there's two discs, and you can either play the dub or the sub of the game. Oh right, so that okay. was a fantastic idea. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, we're almost close to getting all the all the mainline games though. We got the first one translated. We got the 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 second the last and the last one we only need two three and four and then we'll have uh all the uh, mainline games exactly eventually amazing it'll happen eventually i because mean, there's a lot more there are a lot of fans of this game over here regardless of whether we got it or not you know commercially and uh yeah, yeah i'm you know i i still haven't played like now that now that they've dropped the uh, the full final uh patch 2.0 or whatever with with like all of the that the uh improved uh script and then the improved lip syncing and everything like that i'm really excited to play this for sure um how, how long would you say that it takes to complete the first game i actually never beat the first game oh really it was it no. uh was it just like did it get grindy like 75 percent of the way through or something like that or what was I didn't it? have the time to, to beat the time. it. I just played played a little bit of it. Yeah, that's me. That's me to a T. Is I just uh, I'm afraid to even start because I know I'm gonna enjoy it, but I I don't have the time to dedicate to it right now. So it's like I don't want to be unfair. I'd rather keep it on my backlog and wait until I get some time. Maybe if I'm sick or I don't know. Maybe if I just you know come into a season of my life where I have more time, I definitely want to sit down with it and enjoy it instead of like trying to start it and then not finish. That's that's the way I've been with a few games and I've regretted it. So, but yeah, I did beat the last one though, Shin Sakura Wars. Yeah, yeah, so you did. I'm happy that's I at least the, beat that one. And you played that on PS4, or PS4. Yep, PS4, right? PS4. Yeah, yeah, that you was know, a fantastic game. The impressive thing about the about this game in this series is like the orchestral music. It's fantastic. All of the artwork is fantastic. The 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 script. And you know, just the 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 dialogue and situations are awesome. Like, there's just so much, there's so much love and care put into this series, and you can tell, like, they really took it seriously over there. It was a big deal. Over here, it's like outside of you know, outside of 
you know weebs it's kind of hard for some people to like understand why this game is such a big deal but it really is like over there it was just a mainline heavy hitter series you know and all honestly if we did get in the west it probably would just end up like something like uh like burning rangers and in, in terms of style and uh voice acting yeah yeah i don't know uh i don't know how some games like dragon quest end up coming over eventually and like doing really well and then um i mean relatively well like not not as well as uh, i feel like dragon quest does pretty good over here uh but nowhere near as as amazing as it does over in japan and it's like with this series it seems like that could be another you know it could be another dragon quest situation where they could still sell quite a bit over here i feel like there's a, a big enough market of people who are interested but i don't know honestly if they ever remake it or come out with a collection in japan i guarantee you that they'd be a u.s collection that would be released mm -hmm. like i think i think at this point sega is not done with that i think if they did do a collection or some like uh hd remaster of it it would come out in the states mm -hmm. if that ever came out yeah but for now i mean there's just, there's just been no releases beyond even in japan beyond uh shin sakara wars so exactly. i'm very excited to hopefully get that get that game but uh i mean we'll have to see I, I imagine one way or the other we'll be able to play the series um mostly probably through the translators first right but i mean hey you never know you know there's just so many different uh different uh, opportunities we have and different games that come out so let's we'll see i'm i'm hoping to play it though uh before you know 20 the 2020s end yeah absolutely um and uh and next up next up we've got a best of saturn blurb i guess you know spotlight from peter regarding uh good old guardian heroes um, are you a fan of this game uh, actually um, i'm i'm in the middle about it you're kind of in the middle and yeah, I, uh, I i i like i'm not the biggest fan of, of like a scrolling beat-em-ups mm-hmm I mean, I like a few, but I'm really picky with them. Like, uh, I think one of the ones that I probably hate on is I'm not the biggest fan of uh, Streets of Rage or uh, Golden Axe. Oh right. Yeah, but I, mean, I think I, a lot of people like Golden Axe. Golden yeah, Axe Golden Axe is. I enjoy Golden Axe, but Streets of Rage is excellent, in my opinion. I, I mean, um, I think that it's a really easy pick up and play kind of gameplay. The music by Yuzo Koshiro is amazing. Uh, my my son loves Streets of Rage, you know. Uh, Streets of Rage 2, you know, we play that a lot together. It's just, the, uh, I feel like that game is pretty classic and it has some excellent gameplay. And of course, it's like inspired a whole line of like Beats of Rage games. But um, Guardian Heroes is a little different in some of the things that it's doing because rather than being like isometric and having the characters just kind of be able to like float around on the background the way that streets of rage does with this is like you're on a you're on a plane and you can either hop to the front or hop to the middle or hop to the back um which which you know takes some getting used to at first just to just to kind of get fluid with it so that you're you know you're going to the right place where you need to be to um to attack and rack up your points and then you gain experience and uh there are like different different story paths depending on which characters you go with and um there's that like i said there's this whole leveling up uh with your different uh attributes it's got a it's got like this brawl you know it's got this like all out uh you know multiplayer brawl thing going on uh, as far as like the the multiplayer aspect of it um, it does chug a little bit on real hardware to, if i'm being honest i have a i have a legitimate uh, long box copy of this game and um, it you know it doesn't run perfectly on the Saturn um, but it's still very impressive and the artwork is you know that classic treasure style artwork it's just that yeah, uh, yeah it's just that it was released on the Xbox 360 the live arcade and that runs a lot smoother I, I know uh, folks who have tried both who have played both have said that it, you know it's definitely the better like gameplay experience over there but you know I like the the art like the I love the artwork and the the character sprites in the game itself. Mm -hmm. I think they were able to capture the anime style gameplay very well that I think a lot of games still can't capture well. At yeah. least in my opinion. 
But I actually played the sequel to this uh, on the Game Boy Advance, I think. I did not and enjoy that, game, that. Yeah, that game sucked. It sucks. Okay, good. I, I was I was going to say, I hope Pat doesn't say he likes it, because I did not enjoy that one at all. Um, no, I, you know, I thought it felt needlessly hard at, po- at points. It what? It, it's like easy at some points, and then it's like incredibly hard at other points. So it's very like unbalanced, and uh, it's just weird. You know, like it's... Some people, I think, like it just and and have it just because it's the another Guardian Heroes game, but I mean, you know, it doesn't really come close to being as good as the original. If you want a good if you want a good uh, treasure game, play uh, Ikaruga or uh, or Radiant Silver Gun. Yeah, or uh, Alien Soldier, or uh, you know, uh, what's uh, what's that other like. Do- did they do uh did they do Bangayo? I can't remember if they did that or no, not. No, no, no. That's uh I forget who did Bangayo. Now that I I'm thinking about treasure. it. Okay. Um I don't think so. Oh. But huh. uh, correct me if I'm wrong. So somebody in the comments tell us if Treasure did Bangayo. I didn't think that they did. I know they did that other one uh that other I can now it's escaping me. Uh, they did another one on the Genesis that was really amazing. Uh Gunstar Heroes. Um, oh yeah, that one is really good. Yeah, so I I really like treasure games. They always did like crazy stuff, pushing the pushing the hardware. Um, there was there's definitely some janky stuff going on, some inconsistent and janky stuff going on with this game in terms of the Saturn's transparency layers, where it's like they were able to do transparency, but then in other places certain objects are um certain objects are not transparent you know it's it's weird like they did the best that they could working around the uh the hardware limitations but um you know and and they wanted they really did want to get that like full uh transparency whoa what was that oh oh peter has in my cot oh okay yeah so Uh, anyway but yeah um yeah, Bangue, I just looked it up. Bangue was treasure. It was treasure. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was. I. You know. I'm, I'm not, not a huge. I'm not a huge Bangueo fan. Um, and, and that is to say, like, I, I have it on the Dreamcast, but it's that one game that I can never get to work properly th- through VGA, even if I force mm. it. It do, it just doesn't work on on a VGA monitor for me, so I don't end up playing it very often. You gotta um, get that. You gotta get that uh, RGB set up, my friend. <laughs> get the RGB set up. Yeah, I guess so. That's one of those that's one of those rare uh cases for RGB SCART for the Dreamcast rather than the VGA, which I I think the VGA looks superior for Dreamcast on almost everything, but Bungayo is a good use case where going SCART would actually make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's kinda weird. I think there might be some patches on there that if you have the the mode I used to be hesitant at getting the, the VGA patches, but since all the since the mode you can just throw them on there i just don't really care anymore well yeah um i have i think i have the patched ver- the vga patched version of bongayo um and i think that it still displays in like a tiny little like corner of the screen you know i don't know it yeah. does something weird do- it does something weird it just doesn't work for me but uh martin martin's he's with me he's like vga all the way i mean in it all the way, except for those f- very few games that you can't play with VGA if they're li- if they decide to be weird, you know. Uh, and in that case, it's nice to have like a it it would be nice to have like an alternative. And I mean, I imagine that the Saturn lo- or I imagine the Dreamcast RGB SCART on like a BVM or something like that looks amazing. So you know, uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, there's some games that don't run RGB, which I thought was kind of shocking too yeah yeah exactly there it's it's there's some interesting fringe cases but for the most part it's pretty it's you're pretty good to go for like 99 percent of the library you know but yeah, i was just playing VGA sig- yeah vga signal on a vga monitor oh my gosh oh yeah and i mean like Beautiful. games like well I, I would i would argue that most of the dreamcast vga games look pretty great but i mean there are some that are just like they shine they like maybe it's the use of textures or something but and here we are saturn cast talking about dreamcast but 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 technically i mean there are some games that just really really look hot on a vga monitor like cannon spike or like out trigger or you know some of those some of those fast-paced 60 frames per second shooter games look really really good on a on a on a vga monitor 
Um, even you know, Sakura you know, Wars. You know looks, go ahead. You know what looks better than a VGA monitor with those games? What's that? A, a 29-inch VGA monitor. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. 29-inch, like arcade. a Pro Scan or something like that? No, like the uh, like an arcade monitor. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Because those arcade monitors are 48 hertz. Oh, right. They look, they look extremely sharp on the on the on the arcade monitor that i have oh okay cool now is that a that's yeah. you've got a naomi with that right or do you actually have a a dreamcast plugged into that it's it's a naomi i i i kind of want to get a dreamcast plugged in because i think that uh the benefits of the 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 cons of the naomi outweigh the benefits mm -hmm. so like i mean there might be a couple games that i can't play on the dreamcast that i can't play on the naomi but Man, there's so limit. There's, there's, there. It's just the Naomi is just awful. Like, it, it sounds like a tr a spaceship going off all the time. The fans are horrendously loud. That's what I've heard. Uh, it's unreliable. Like, it, it may boot one time, but the on another time it may not boot. So, mm -hmm. it's, it's a mixed bag. It's kind of a sadness, really. Nice but, little, nice little collector's no. piece, but not very practical in in use. You know, unless you want to water cool yeah. that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it gets really hot that, it gets yeah. like super hot they're very noisy like you said and uh and yeah like using that emulated boot uh i mean I, that's what a lot of folks do right they have like a a piece that goes on that, top uh, that just yeah. basically yeah, loads in images and uh it's it's hey man at least it's not a cps2 right with all those uh or like cps3 with all that lockout or self-destruct <laughs> stuff going on oh, right God. i, I don't want to i listen the reason i want to put a dreamcast in there is so i can also replace it a a uh replace the uh the cps3 because guess what two games are dreamcast they're on cps3 third strike third strike and jojo's bizarre and adventure. jojo's bizarre adventure right yeah literally the only two games i want for that i can give a i can care less about the rest of the cps3 library i know there's one game but yeah Listen, I ain't paying a thousand dollars for that. Like, sorry. It's all Fair about the CPS two. It's all about the CPS two library. That's CPS that's where it's two at. Rocks. But the thing is that they have it on the Mister now, so I don't really even need to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Go on record here. What's better? And I think I know what you're gonna say. What's better, CPS two, or MVS? That's hard. Dun, 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 uh, dun. If I had to pick, okay, so if I had to pick one, the other one will get crushed to death and will never exist ever again. Probably MVS because I think MVS had the bigger library and better. Oh man! I so you're taking King games. of Fighters over over Street Fighter at the end of the day? Uh, absolutely, I'll take King of Fighters over Street Fighter. Man, that's so hard though. Cause you're gonna lose you're gonna miss out on uh yeah you're losing puzzle fighter uh giga wing mars matrix uh were there some lose, like ninja uh... turtle games on the cps2 or the no, alien oh well th no those were the konami games okay um yeah. that's right um you lose alien versus, you'd lose alien versus predator aliens uh, versus matrix, predator giga wing uh you'd lose uh you'd lose um what was the other one uh Marvel vs. Capcom, of course. Uh, Street Fighter, Al the Alpha series, that's gone. Mm -hmm. That's all on CPS. Well, actually, CPS one had Alpha one, uh, Alpha one port, yeah. but it's complete garbage. So don't even waste your time. Uh, Puzzle Fighter, um, and there's a bunch of other really good ones on there that I'm probably missing that I'll probably get chewed out for. But which looks and plays better at the end of the day? And it's so hard to say, right? Because they're like top tier. I don't know. I, I think. Uh... I think if I was trapped on a desert island and I could only have one cab, uh, I don't know. I'd probably go MBS too, because of well, all because the other stuff. Game. Yeah, it's just more games. And it's variety. It's so like, hard. I don't know. CPS yeah. two though. Those, those boards though. Those snap-in boards. You know, those are so cool. Uh, for, yeah, for, for folks who have the space, yeah, very unreliable, but for folks who have the space to, you know, collect all those, I don't know if they you build like a huge shelf with slots and you can just like, cause I mean, those things are ridiculous, you know, that's where MVS has the upper hand, you know, with, you know, four slot MVS or even a six slot MVS and you got all the carts that it's just yeah, a better overall, the, better system. Even the six slots though, those cart the, some of those cart uh, slots die mm -hmm. pretty easily. However, if you're an arcade operator, you'd probably answer CPS too because, uh, or, or, or no, I'm sorry, 
No, if you're an arcade operator, you'd say MVS. But if you are one, if you are the company making the games, you'd probably go CPS too, because then you don't have nearly as much bootlegging going on, you know? Yeah, I, I, the only issue I have with CPS two is that there, there's just a limited library of games. I mean, I know, I know that I mean it's limited, but there's a lot of really good ones. Like, I mean, yeah. I think pretty much every game on that is is fire and that some of the best games of all time. Yeah. Oh, and Darkstalkers, you lose Darkstalkers. Yeah, you would lose. You would lose Darkstalkers, which that one's is. A hard sell. I'm a bigger Darkstalkers fan than I am uh, Street Fighter, to be honest. It's honestly, uh, yeah, because I love quirky fighters. I and I love the, I love you know just the characters. I, I'm all about the, I'm all about those characters. Ver, you know, versus. I mean, Street Fighter's great. Don't get me wrong. The same company, same teams, like. So yeah. they they play great no matter what, but I'm um, you know I love Vampire Savior. Um, we got to get into this last article that uh, Daniel wrote. This this rounds out his uh, showcase, his Saturn 3D showcase part four of four, and I forgot to do a thumbnail for this, so I'm sorry, Daniel. <laughs> I guess uh, I guess Peter kind of it got published to the site and none of the images came over, so Peter went ahead and uh, took like a half hour and and. Uh, replaced all of the uh the screenshots here so we don't have mm -hmm. those those pvm shots that daniel was giving us but uh knight of dragon says i'm all about the succubus <laughs> i'm all about morgana uh or more morrigan sorry morrigan guy. yeah the fish yeah. guy the fish all guy right. or the werewolf's pretty fun so um okay sorry getting off topic so back on topic we're talking about uh we're talking about the saturn we're talking about uh how how well it did at 3d and of course we're capping it to like the end of 1997 beginning of 98 i mean there were only a couple games released in 98 and they were developed in 97 so really you got to cap it at like 1997 as far as like com in terms of like competing with the with the n64 or playstation uh you know enemy zero i think is an excellent game uh graphically and it does do like the point and click kind of thing where you're walking around fmv style but then it also does like these corridor shots which look really really fluid and uh i guess it helps that the enemies are invisible so it doesn't have to render those <laughs> but mm. uh but yeah no um have you ever played enemy zero um i actually never played it it is uh it's a trip it, it is like gets your adrenaline pumping it's one of those games that um it seems like some some of the people i come across like really hate it maybe they feel like it's just too hard or there's too much backtracking involved um but it's definitely one of those games where like if you play it in the dark you are it is scary it's actually like gets your gets your heart pounding because you'll be going down a corridor and that little ping come starts up in your ear and then it's like ping 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 ping, ping. and the the enemy is like right up on you and you're having to like charge your gun you're like oh shit you charge your gun and then if you miss fire you're dead or you have to like turn around and run the opposite way to survive because Ooh. uh you basically have a limited number of shots and that which you do have you have to charge up your gun and get it right you have to basically wait for the enemy to come eat you <laughs> and you just have to fire at the right time in order to kill them and uh you get to those later parts of the game where there are like enemies lurking on like an entire floor of the ship you know and uh yeah it's pretty it's pretty crazy doing a lot of you have to wear an adult diaper to play <laughs> it i mean it isn't like you know it isn't like the grudge or anything it isn't it isn't like some of those like japanese horror games it's 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 less scary than that i would say it's more just like jump scary it's more it's more about just getting your blood pumping and uh mm -hmm. there are a lot of oh shit moments in this game for sure i mean there are even t moments where like you're running down a hall and then you have to like duck and and crawl into a, like a ventilator shaft to to be able to get through to the other side and uh and you come out on the other side and there's like ding 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 <laughs> you know so you're like no go back the other way it, it's pretty crazy and again like you can't see the enemy they're invisible so it, it that's is that that, called enemy zero that's why they call it enemy zero because yeah it's like you're fighting against an invisible foe and uh it's very um sorry i didn't mean to peek my mic there it's very reminiscent of aliens like they same as like as death mask is so uh derivative of blade runner like they 
Kenji Eno and Warp, like they didn't even bother, <laughs> you know, I mean, he obviously was inspired by Ridley Scott and inspired by aliens. And this game just like steals, steals unapologetically from, from that game, but, or from that movie. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's very reminiscent of, of, uh, the alien films. So moving Fair on, enough. we got some gun Griffin two, gun Griffin two, or the gun Griffin series is one of the best looking 3d uh, series on on the Saturn really does do a great job, um, and uh, you know like it did a thing that it did a Grandia right, Game Arts that's correct. Yeah, yeah, and it's my understanding that uh, and funny enough, it's my understanding that like Grandia is built on on the uh, Gun Griffin engine, at least that's what I've heard. Uh, even though huh. the two games are so different you know but i mean i guess in in terms of like how it renders 3d uh and then there are you know 2d elements as well the thing that i really like about gun griffin that it that it does that also like panzer dragoon saga does is that they use like those soft backgrounds they'll use they'll use like these soft almost blurry backgrounds that kind of simulates like a camera bokeh you know uh mm. and gives you that kind of like depth of field look which to your eyes just makes it look so much better uh when they do that so it's one of the things i really like about about those games and then of course road rash now to Ro to me road rash doesn't really highlight the saturn's 3d that much it's it's much more of like you know the the it's mostly 2d sprites right mm. and then yeah, and then I, fmv I've video i've really never played much of road rash yeah Tunnel B1 is kind of like a tech demo. If you ask me, like it does actually look really good. It runs very smooth, has a lot of lighting effects. You're close to the ground and you have this kind of like looking up uh, perspective. And uh, it was a multi-plat game. So it came out on PlayStation and I think PC as well. It's a good looking game on Saturn, but it's just a throwaway game in terms of like, I don't know, created by Neon Software, published by Acclaim. It, it's a... Uh, I don't know. It's it, there's just not much going on there, but it is kind of like a good graphic tech demo, similar to Scorcher or something like that, or or a mock, you know. But uh, not done by Scavenger. Is it worth, playing? worth playing? It's it's worth it's worth playing a like a it's worth playing on your satiator just to check it out. But you're you'll get bored real quick because there's just not a whole lot going on there. That's big sadness. Big sad. 3D Baseball by Crystal Dy... Wait, was it... Yeah, Crystal Dynamics. I don't really... I don't know, like... Uh, I might like this You're game. You're the baseball guy. You're the one with the, the, the Padres hat. Well, yeah, so I own a copy of 3D Baseball because of its value. Uh, <laughs> because it just happens to be kind of like a low print run kind of game. Ends up going for much more than it should. It's not that fun, and I don't. I would. I don't find myself picking it up and playing it. If I'm gonna play a 3D baseball game, it's gonna be 98. You know, uh, it's gonna be uh, the. Uh, and why can't I think about it right now? It's uh, World Series Baseball 98, which is like the 3D engine game. Um, and then in you Japan, know, it's know, like Greatest 998. You know that reminds me. Next time I come on this cast, I should wear my Diamondbacks hat. Yeah, you should. We just beat you guys, though. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, you guys know, man. opened the series. You beat us pretty bad, and then the next day mm -hmm. we we uh, we turned it around. So, but it was hey, close. You know what? Little by little. Little by little. You know, you guys have. You know what? You guys have a World Series, and we do not. <laughs> so there you go. To be fair, that was a, it was a weird year to be honest. Randy and Johnson, honest, though, you know. Yeah, to be it was a weird year because we we kind of beat New York in two thousand one. So yeah, like if you if you know those connotations, you know why that was kind of messed up. So yeah. But, but, uh, um, but, yeah. but yeah, so we're still, we are still trying to get one. Yeah, get I, a... I believe in you guys. I believe in your, your team. We'll I, see. I, I, I respect the Padres. I don't, I'm not a big like fan of them. Like I don't like watch them all the time, but I, I respect them. Cool. I know a lot of cool San Diegans. So, and mm -hmm. I don't really think, I don't think we have a rivalry. Like I've never heard of anyone like try to attack the Padres or something. Yeah. We, we actually, we actually are pretty, I would say we're pretty friendly with the Diamondbacks because we just hate the Dodgers. So we kind of hate the Dodgers and the oh, Giants. The Dodgers. So we're just like, as long as, so we're like, you know, let's just gang up on the Dodgers and the Giants. And if you guys yeah. help us knock them down a level, we'll be happy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but it, it's all good. It's, it's all about the fun. I mostly just like Absolutely. going just because it's fun. Yeah. 
But oh, we get, anyway, oh yeah, so we were talking about baseball here. because of 3D baseball. Um, Shell Shock. Shell Shock is interesting. It's um, it's a tank game. It's like a 3D tank game, but with like hip hop music and stuff like that. And this like uh, this like Spike Lee kind of guy who's like yelling at you and, <laughs> and telling you to do this and that. And uh, it reminds me there was like a Tank Wars game on uh, on the Dreamcast or something. I, it's almost like a precursor to that, but it's core though. So it has, it's not, not affiliated by any means uh, to like those arcade tank games on the Dreamcast, but it's the closest thing you'll get on the Saturn because we didn't really have like a proper tank game outside of it this. Kinda, um, it kind of gives me the vibes of, uh, of um, Alien Swarm almost. Oh, Alien Swarm. Okay. Yeah, that just might be me. Mm -hmm. oh, no, no, sorry. The, the sorry, 3D Alien Front Online. Oh, oh Alien Front that. Online on Dreamcast. That is that's an awesome game. I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah, it kind of gives me that vibes a little bit. I can kind of see it. You should play online with us sometimes. I think I play once in a while on the Dreamcast uh, Discord, but you can actually play it online via an emulator. So yeah. that's what I do for now. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I should do a lot of things. I I, I, I do miss playing Dreamcast online, actually. <laughs> I, I used to be real into that, um, and that's kind of like... That was before, like, the whole Shiro thing, you know? That was... I. Yeah. I, there was a whole decade where I was putting most of my eggs in the Dreamcast basket, <laughs> to be honest with you. And, uh, I and know, I still... Man, I, saw your, I saw your Saturn collection. Yeah, my Dreamcast... Seems like I know what basket going in. My Dreamcast collection is like this. <laughs> My Saturn collection is like that. Oh well, you know yeah. we all. I, I'm kind of the reverse though. Like my Dreamcast collection, I think I just got the uh, I just got some Xeno Crisis in the mail. Yeah. So I'm at about 70 games I think at this point for Dreamcast. I could have I could have gone the Dreamcast route, and it would have been cheaper and easier at the time. I mean I realize Dreamcast is getting expensive now too. Everything in retro games is getting expensive, but I mean like at the time that I chose stupidly to be like i'm gonna collect saturn games even though that makes no financial sense <laughs> like at that I time know, man yeah uh, you have a small nest egg like you you have you sure. have a saga right uh yeah uh-huh and uh, uh i i had i actually had two copies and i and i actually sold one to fund uh and it was the one that was in better condition to be honest i sold one to fund uh the acquisition of other <laughs> saturn games you know so how long ago was this this was like back in 2017. oh okay so it was yeah. like right before starting shiro kind of yeah like right before that when i was like posting a lot in like the collectors of america group but uh yeah nothing like jared though project co has like how many copies <laughs> i don't know like a whole uh, palette i don't know i'll have to he'll have to recount after i broke into his unit so yeah i, uh, I think i'll still three or four but you know yeah what what's what's three of four at three of three or four out of like 12 of like 50 but <laughs> to be honest that guy has like a good retirement fund with those saturn games seriously just like, uh just sit like, on that <laughs> like, uh, like if i like even the pvms i know sort of gone up like the the ones i got i got that one uh m4u for like 150 yeah it's sold on ebay for like in the 900s so yeah no kidding but yeah it's it's getting insane for everything I have no space. I have this nice little, um, it's like a 20 inch wood grain gold star RF television with the knobs. And I've told you about it before. It's in pristine condition. Okay. Um, and it, it looks great for RF. Like you can tune in a, a nice looking RF picture, but I just, I, I don't have any space for it. And I need to get rid of it, but I need to find a good home for it because I don't want to just trash it. You know, it's like just put it on Craigslist, free TV. Yeah, and uh, I, you know, I have no, you know, I wanted to go to a retro gamer with like an Atari or something like that. That would be perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good in that city though because there's not a lot of interference. Like, I saw Retro RGB do a video on RF and like in New York, like where he was, mm -hmm. he would get two different clear signals depending on where he was in New York. It was insane yeah yeah you know if, if there's not a lot of interference going on or you use like a really shielded cable you can get away with some good uh you can get away with some good uh quality on rf but i mean again it's all relative uh we gotta wrap this though because i actually do have uh i gotta get uh um i gotta get 
the kids going so that we can go to the fair actually so we're not going to yeah. be doing a game stream after this but there's a lot more games on this list so yeah, we're just gonna um so let's see here we've got um we have got independence day uh we've got that game sorry pretty bad game pretty bad game i don't know it's it's fair to midland it's not that bad it's it's just you know very repetitive and kind of beige looking but uh you know it's a it's a movie tie-in game what do you expect doesn't look bad on the uh, as far as the 3d goes it is a 96 title so it's a little earlier congo for that's for sure yeah um you got hat trick hero i have not played this soccer game but um that's one to check out if you are a soccer game or football Mm -hmm. fan uh space hulk space hulk definitely runs smoother on the saturn um though it is a 3do port and uh you know it's by the time that it came out on saturn it was already out for a while on uh yeah. on 3do and so but it, it's I a do, cool I game do love, uh, yeah i do love warhammer 40k so oh yeah yeah it's <clears> a, <throat> yeah I, I like space hulk that's another oh shit game that's another one that gets your blood pumping you know when they all come after you but uh um units attacking you exactly some karyo toss which is like uh the equi- saturn's equivalent to like smash bros brawl or something like that it's like a you know knock them off the platform type of beat up multiplayer beat them up it kind of uh, reminds me of that Tom and Jerry beat him up on the N64. Mm-hmm. If you ever played that one. Yeah. It, uh, let's see, what else? Tom and Jerry on the, on the, you know what? I actually, sorry, I was thinking about something else, but I haven't played that game on the N64. I, but I know what it's you're talking bad, about. But, but yeah. yeah. Robo, it's, it's kinda, so. yeah, Robo Pit is, uh, Robo Pit, I don't know, it's not that impressive of a looking impressive looking when it comes to 3d but it does it is a fun game if you get into it you have to invest the time but it's like you know um and you know building up and changing the parts out for your robots and it's kind of like a robot fighting game i guess you know gotcha so it's definitely not robo pit but instead of the p there's an sh (laughs) it's not that bad actually and i do own a copy of this game but it's like it's one of those acquired taste kind of games i know i know people who swear by it and say like they had a lot of fun with it um but um i'm just not you know i don't have any nostalgia for it so it's one of those games that i've only picked up a couple times and i was like this is cool but you have to spend time with it i feel like you really have to spend some time with it in order to get the most out of it um, try. we've talked about pandemonium or magical hoppers um I f- and i feel like that came up before so i I don't know if this is like a double dipped <laughs> or I don't know. Anyway, it came up before, but anyway, magical hoppers or pandemonium. That's it's a, the it's second a, best pandemonium. I know the second best pandemonium. Oh man. I got a, yeah, we got a, I got a bolt because I'm actually getting like, I'm, I'm getting cool. like text messages and stuff like that. Like call. <laughs> I'm like, it's, okay, it's I will. Cool. Yeah, we, we can just wrap it up right here. I yeah, mean, for sure. Article. There's, a ton of games we can go through all of them but there's just a ton and ton of there games. there's a ton <laughs> yeah so like check out the article we try to hit as much as we can but uh yeah there's some really weird ones in there but yeah uh i think with that that uh we should that about wraps it up uh should yeah. i uh, wrap it out dave yeah let's take let's go for it, it take us out all right so thank you guys for watching uh remember to uh like and subscribe and of course uh, ring the bell favorite it if you like it mm-hmm. uh i mean every every like everything you give us will uh every view and like you give us helps us out helps the channel out we uh have ad revenue now ad revenue on our videos now so we're getting actually the money that youtube places the ads on so mm-hmm. uh we we used to not we used to not do that but now we're actually getting decent money from it so we appreciate you guys for watching and supporting us um, but yeah, uh, thank you for watching. Uh, you know, buy some you merch. Join our group. Huh? Buy some merch. Oh yeah, buy some merch on our shop. Threadless. Threadless. Uh, join our Discord and enter and have the discussion with us and talk about the Saturn or uh, spam our Discord and give me 99 notifications at three in the morning that I have to wake up to. Yeah. But that totally didn't happen to me on another Discord, so uh, it's right. fun. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, and remember, you must play. Sega Saturn. You must play Sega Saturn. Peace must. out. A town down. Yeah. <laughs>